and hello, hello, welcome back to the Gay Racing Podcast, Zach and Alex here as always, and before we get into um, today's episode, unfortunately, um, some poor some poor events are happening around us um, in this country um, regarding politics, and we don't talk about politics too much on this podcast, but especially as gay men, um, we know... Um, Quite, it's quite close to us when, um, unfortunately, rights are rights as people become political discussions and debates and all that fun stuff. Sarcasm. Um, and if you didn't know, last last night, um, what exactly was it, Alex? I've been busy the past like twenty four hours. What was it? Yeah, last night a Supreme Court ruling was leaked that they are going to try and overturn Roe versus Wade, which basically gives women the right to their own body, essentially. Yeah. Like a a simple human right like that. Like, come on. Yeah. Women deserve to have their... make their own choices with their own body. And, like, we support women. Like, we stand with everyone. And we wanted to say something. Didn't feel right to just start off and not say anything. Yeah. Um... And, you know, it's a scary time because women are being mar- marginalized. Uh, people of color, obviously, are being marginalized. Yes. And LGBT people, as we well know, are being marginalized as yeah. well. Not just in the United States, but across the world. It's, it's so sad. Outrageous. And, you know, and I have, oh, you know what's so interesting, too? Going back, connecting the queer people. Mm-hmm. And, like, obviously, it's horrible for women's rights but it just shows how the power that parts of the government still have to take away our basic rights like yeah we it's and i feel like you know we have like me and alex have been talking about the show Heartstopper, um which is really good queer representation um it's just shown on netflix very good mm-hmm. and it's like we see stuff like that like the media and parts of you know our culture are very embracing of stuff and very progressive but our government's the thing with the power that actually controls what we can and can't do and yeah it's scary when this stuff happens and i am so i'm i'm i have scared feelings for a lot of women that i know like especially young women that i know my friends um just they don't they're losing rights to their bodies most likely i especially i especially fear for trans women yes because this when and if this happens this is going to be a devastating blow for trans women yes i so it's just yeah we just wanted to say something and kind of bring awareness to because it's easy to forget it's easy i mean we i have privilege of being white and i get to be apolitical Mm -hmm. A lot of times um i try not to be but i can kind of ignore it if i wanted to because a lot of these things don't affect me um right and we just wanted to you know say that number one um we we stand with you guys um i wish i i wish we could do more because it feels like a little bit of a helpless it always feels like a little bit of a helpless situation with all this political stuff and the government and God, and like 2020 kind of made made stuff real in terms of our power yeah. as people and what we can actually do but um yeah. luckily at least voting is still a thing that's unfortunately all we have right now but yeah we're not gonna dwell on this any further we just wanted to mention that um so now let's try and uh make you guys laugh Yes, I'm great at making people laugh, especially in awful situations. (laughs) Like, so, besides that, I've been I've been having a really good time in my life. Um, I my life, my career is going great. Um, I'm almost done with college. Like, I I graduate next week. I have a job lined up. That's great. Um, Oh yeah, and. It's it's going good. The only thing that I wish was better is that I actually got to watch a NASCAR race this weekend. That would have been nice. Yeah, that would have been ideal. It would have been very, very you planned ideal. planned on doing that, but I, you just couldn't. Yeah, so, like, I didn't watch Xfinity because Saturday is for the boys. um, Or the girls, in my case, because um, I'm gay. <laughs> and um, 
so that sucked. Um, I didn't watch Xfinity, which honestly, I don't really care about Xfinity anyways anymore. I didn't watch Xfinity either. Like, I don't care anymore. I don't have time for all <laughs> these really racing don't. series. Like, honestly, I don't have time. Like, I think one cup, ra- like, and that's the thing about making them cup races shorter. Like, do we really need to make them shorter? Because it might be the only race I watch that weekend. So I don't know. Right. You know, and you know, uh, the cup series, I'm glad the racing's like decent now with the Gen 7. Yeah. Because if Most it tracks. wasn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be watching NASCAR at all. Girl, I really wouldn't. I'd be playing Mario Kart every Sunday. That's what I'd be doing. <laughs> like, I don't watch the trucks. I don't watch Xfinity anymore. Yeah. Because well, trucks is just pace a, laps. I don't have a driver in Xfinity anymore. Because I love, like Harrison and Cindric. They're both in Cup now. Yep. And Harrison. Trucks, I don't. Trucks, I like Lawless Allen partially as like a meme. But like, yes. I do cheer for him. Yeah, you're just but... gay. That's why you like him. Yeah, exactly. Um, Yeah. Are we ready to talk about some racing? Um, I did see. I the one race I saw this weekend was IndyCar Barber. Let's go, Barber Motorsports Park. What a what number one number one. What a racetrack! I forget how thrilling Barber is as a racetrack. It's very high speed, aerodynamic, heavy. It's like kind of like Zandvoort because I'm familiar with Zandvoort from the F1 game. It's very Zandvoort. It's the Zandvoort of America, if you ask me, because it's just very hilly, very fast, very. You know, it's tough on the drivers because they're a lot of G-forces. Um, it was a fun little fun little race. We had some cool battles. Um, and Pato Award kind of makes a statement and, and wins in a little tight battle at the end um, on Pit Road with Alex Pillow. So And Renus VK. Because Renus VK was... Renus VK dominated this race. And... For the longest time, I did not think anyone was going to stop VK in this race. I thought he was too far ahead for anyone to really catch him. Yeah. But Award and Polo were able to get around him on that final pit stop. Yeah, I... I you go ahead. I had a lot of fun watching this race, the pit strategy. Yeah. Because you had some guys on the three stop, and you had some guys on the two stop. Very unfortunate that Callum Eilat cautioned... <sighs> kind of ended the strategy it is it's so unfortunate and yeah because then you had guys like on the three stoppers such as colton herda and joseph newgarden they were kind of just screwed because they had to pit when the caution came out for their second stop and they were just behind all the two stoppers yeah i don't know really unfortunate but i still enjoyed it yeah, I wish I, it could have been green to the end. That would have been really fun to see what happened. Oh my god! Like Joseph was Joseph and Colton were kind of fun to watch on their because they were they leading were. that three stop strategy and it's just so unfortunate, right? Like you know, and mm-hmm. I kind of have a bone to pick if we're like since we're talking about the strategy, I have a bone to pick kind of with Joseph's strategist because Tim Sendrick, you have a bone to pick with Tim Sendrick. Flop of the week? No, um. <laughs> that's later maybe i will i just don't the thing i mean i think because it, it i don't think the three stop was an obvious choice you know and it's like there's a lot of risk with the three stop and mm-hmm. like did alex polo went on a three stop last year or was that a two stop Ooh, pretty last sure last year i don't i don't recall last year i, I think, think it was two, a though. two stop because the race opened with a caution so I mean, it's just, and here's the thing about Joseph specifically, is because he's got the championship lead, and he's he's coming off a streak of good races, championship defense mode, right? I would think, even though it's race four, I understand it's race four, maybe the best defense is a better offense, but like, I just don't know why you're putting yourself at risk when track position's important, and then you finish 14th because the caution came out, and like, yeah, maybe right. you could have won, but ugh, I don't know, it's just, this, I'm saying this in hindsight, of course, right, but... And I'm not, Tim Sindrick knows more than me, but, you know, that's... Joseph was in good position if the three-stop would have worked. Yes. Because he was pretty far ahead of anyone else besides Colton Herta for drivers who were on the three-stop until that cocking came out. Yeah. Uh, It's hard to say if he would have won the race Mm -hmm. if it worked out, but... and, And the other thing is that I mentioned last week we made our picks for this race is... Team Penske did not test at Barber. And if you look at Joseph Newgarden, he wrecked out on lap one last year at Barber. He didn't test. And then there was no race there 
during COVID in 2020. So he hasn't really so raced Joe... there in a while, really. Yeah. And on top of that, during all the practice sessions, Joseph was saying, like on Peacock and everything, that he just was struggling with handling. And they ended up putting Scott McLaughlin's setup on it and, you know, different drivers. They're trying to... It's hard to drive someone else's setup, basically. Oh, yeah, definitely. And it's like, yeah. Tr- trying to adapt to Scotty's setup was really difficult for him. So, I don't know. I think the they could have definitely had a better finish, but that caution didn't help by any means. Oh, definitely not. And... I think, another... I think there's a lot of factors as to why Cindric decided to go there. Also, I think when Joseph, he started on the uh, the blacks, the harder tire, mm-hmm. and he fell back, he started 7th, fell back to 10th after the start. So mm-hmm. I think Tim was probably like, okay, we need to get some of these spots back, so we gotta go aggressive on strategy. We can't just do what everyone else is doing. So that probably right. went into their decision, too. So that makes For sense. Sure. I think, yeah, like... You know, if you're lacking on pace, doing the alternate strategy might just kind of have to be the thing you do. Um, right. So, no, that is smart. Now that we say that, I think that's kind of smart. So, and sorry, I Tim. Shout out Alex Pol- I do want to shout out Alex Pillow, because I briefly mentioned it. Yeah. This is, what, two races in a row now, where pit strategy, Pillow made up a ton of time to manage to get up there. That 10 team is really fast in the pits. I... I did not consider him to have any shot at DK. I think Pato was a lot closer, if I recall. Um, but Pelo made up a ton of time. I, and the NBC, they were saying that Pelo is one, is one of the best at doing the in-laps. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, really impressive. And we've seen this a lot now. And Pelo's the point leader. And we saw... Yes. He's the point leader now. And we saw yeah. last year... Once he got that lead, he, it was hard to take it back from him. It's he has been so consistent. Yeah, the point situation is very interesting right now. I'm looking at it. So Polo has a three point lead over Scott McLaughlin. Then Joseph, Josie, that P14 for Joseph. Oh my god. Yeah, that is not good. But let me tell you, That's I dangerous. told you this after the race. Joseph finished last in this race a year ago. And still so, almost won that championship. I mean, he got kind of close true. to the winning that championship. Like, he said, it's still his year. I mean, it just sucks that he had all this momentum going into Indy, mm-hmm. and uh, Barber's not what he needed. Right. I hope he can go to the road course and have a really good race. I'm just nervous about it. But So Alex Pillow has all three Team Penske drivers within 10 points of him, by the way. Yeah. That's crazy. And then it's a 20-point gap back to Pato Award in fifth. So... That's very interesting to me. Um, the Penske yeah. guy, I mean, Will Power, and we'll talk about Will Power later, but, like, they, they, Team Penske's all, they're put together this year, and they're going to show up, I mean, they were fast at testing. They're going to show up this month at Indianapolis very fast, and I think I, I firmly believe Team Penske, they put a lot of energy into Indy this year. They do not want a repeat of last year. I it, think that is... I think that's probably unacceptable to Roger. And I'm honestly, sure that they are going to come in blazing. And any of those three drivers can win the Indy 500, I th- I'm thinking. Oh, yeah. I think definitely. Scott and Joseph are... They're giving. They're giving right now. They're, they're giving. giving. Um, and then Don't Alex Don't count Polo. out Will Power. Don't count out Will Power. I know. And he's, won it. he's the only one of them that's actually won it before. I just... Right, right. He's not as giving <laughs> as much. And Alex Polo as well, finished second in Indy last year. Obviously, almost won the race. He's going to be there. I think the top three in points right now are actually kind of almost favorites for the 500, I'd have to say, if I had to pick somebody. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that'll be interesting. And, you know, maybe well, we'll talk about the 500 later, but that's just, you know, sneak peek. Um, yeah. There was some drama. We have some drama. IndyCar drama. Tea. Tea. Yeah, there's some tea. It's not the tea segment, but there's still tea. Um, well, Roman Grosjean was kind of. He was kind of the, I he was we said his name a lot. Um, mm-hmm. he was kind of wild. He, him and Ray Hall got into it a little bit. Um, because I believe, well, we'll t- we'll talk about everything Grosjean did later. But him and Ray Hall, what even happened on track, right? Because he like almost forced them off. So, yeah, we'll talk about Grosjean more in a little bit. However. To give you context, Grosjean hit probably like three, four people during this race. 
including Graham Rahal, and this was at the end of the race, uh, they were fighting, I forget what position they were fighting for, but Grosjean and Rahal were fighting for position, and Grosjean basically just rammed Rahal out of the way for the position. And in my book, it was kind of like, sure, it's racing. Like, I think back to him, his move on Jimmy Johnson at Laguna Seca last year. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, that's racing. That's fun. But I feel like you can't race like that the entire race, you know? Yes. This early like, into I the feel season. Like yeah. Yeah. I feel like because there's got to be a, a line somewhere. And right. Re- and- I always like how driver like IndyCar and NASCAR have this where mm-hmm. they kind of let the drivers police themselves. It works better in NASCAR because retaliation is a thing, but right. Kind of kind of works better in NASCAR. Um sometimes so, it's a little out of hand. But like cuz also I'm sorry to cut you mm-hmm. off, but like no, go ahead. The thing I saw on Twitter that was interesting is like the culture of racing aggressive in IndyCar is different. Because you have to trust these guys when you go to Indianapolis in a few weeks. You're not bumping anybody at Indianapolis. You can't. You have to be able to go side by side with a guy at 230 miles per hour and trust them. Mm-hmm. Roman Grosjean's not doing any favors for himself, and it's just kind of unfortunate. So what were That's you a really good point. That's yeah. a really good point about Grosjean. I didn't come up with that. I uh, saw it on Twitter. Well, you mentioned Grosjean's reputation and Formula One, well, he's obviously not making friends. So Graham Rahal had th- this quote that in St. Pete, he hit everybody he could. We come here, he hit Rossi, he hit Herda, he hit me, and he's living up to his reputation. That's a quote from Graham Rahal. Mm-hmm. After- and he was very ticked off. He ran out of fuel at the end of the race, and Rossi was there, and he was angrily discussing what happened with Rossi. It was kind of funny. And I don't know. Like, I, I totally understand where Rahal's coming from because this was... It's definitely building frustration that's going on here. Yeah. And I I think the, the line is that if you're going to race like this, you should be, like, going for a win. Yeah. I, because I mean, he was Grosjean's doing that all move, day. Grosjean's move at... On Jimmy Johnson at Laguna Seca, that was he was coming for the win. Yeah, he was chasing down for the win. He got second or third that day, and this he was like what around tenth or so, eleventh. Like he he wasn't gonna win the race. And you know so, we were worried about him at Long Beach. Remember? Yeah, because well, you and I are Joseph fans, and you had Grosjean who's. A wrecking ball, essentially, behind our driver going for the win. It was pretty scary. He was chill and at Long Beach, but not very chill at Barber on Sunday. And, you know, he was actually side-by-side side with Joseph for a while, too, in this race. And I was so nervous. Oh, I was yeah. like, oh, my God, we're going to get wrecked. It's going to be bad. But I don't know. I I think there's a line between aggressiveness, like, when you should use it. When you should be very aggressive like he is. Because I like it. I really like it, but there's a time and place. The other point, though, I love rivalries. So if people want to start hating Roman Grosjean, the drivers, that is, I'm all for it. More of it. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, I... It is nice to kind of see this. I mean, Roman Grosjean, he's a character in IndyCar on the track, right? Oh, yeah. Like, he's... It's... I really don't have a major problem with him, but I'm also not in the cars, with him mm-hmm. i think right ray hall has a point um and again the thing about indie like that kind of applies well, to think back to grosjean's performance at uh gateway last yeah. year very like, that was kind of insane it was very fun to watch but it's kind of risk versus how's reward, it yeah so indie. let's let's do that at twice the speed you know or well, however the ratio is right. um and i go back to what gene haas said in terms of not helping him get an IndyCar ride, because Gene literally said, I don't want to see him die. I don't want to, like, be a part of that. Like, that's... Yeah. Uh, and that was after the Bahrain crash, too. Like, that's crazy. It's that's, uh, not the nicest comment you can Gene make about a driver. is wild. That was wild for his first thing and all that. Um, right. But anyways. That's... Is that all we got about IndyCar for now? 
Um, yeah, um, I really like this race. How much of it did you get to watch? I watched all of it. Um, I went okay. to like Seven Eleven in the middle of it, but no, it was um, mm -hmm. it was really good. It was a good, it very, was... very solid race. I think this was probably the weakest race of the season, but like. Every other race this season's been a banger. Oh yeah, so. I still it was still a good race, right? Like it, mm -hmm. I, it was entertaining. The battles were really good, and for Barber being a hard track to pass at, um, Colton Herta made another mistake, but um, that's not really news at this point. <laughs> I <laughs> I'm gonna harp on him a lot, and I saw some other people harp on him too, which like honestly it's a little deserved because y'all have been overrating him. I'm sorry. I yeah, Ben said that. I said that like the Long Beach episode. Yeah, this happened, the Herda thing, it's like almost expected every week now. Just some sort of accident. I don't know, I don't know. how you guys expect him to go to F1. Or I, anyone, really. Um, speaking, yeah. it's, that connects to Grosjean very well, actually. Um, <laughs> anyways, yeah. um, so, besides that, um, are, we ready, are we ready to get into the tea? Yeah, we have a small serving of the tea. Mm. And this one, Porsche and Audi, who are both owned by Volkswagen, they announced that they have plans to join Formula One in the future. Uh, they are aiming for a 2026 because there's going to be new engine regulations for that year, apparently. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Like Porsche, it like they, and, and they would do two different teams. Like both it brands? It sounds like that. This article I read from motorsport.com, it made it sound like Audi might try purchasing McLaren and Porsche is potentially linked with a Red Bull, is what this article said. Um, oh, I don't know. Oh, yeah. And oh, that's a lot of tea. That's tea. Uh, we'll that's see. big tea. Red Bull, Porsche, we'll, Red Bull. Ooh. That's sexy. We'll see how much comes from that or how much like comes to fruition. But yeah, that's a big, uh, big deal for sure. Audi McLaren. Well, I don't think it'd be Audi McLaren. I feel like they just because McLaren makes cars, so I don't know if that would work. Interesting. I don't know. I don't know if they would buy out the team or the whole brand. It sounded like the whole brand is how they the brand. It. Yeah, girl. I might have misinterpreted that. Don't quote me, but I feel like that's what it was saying. Girl, that's crazy. Yeah. Best tea. And did Adam so yeah, Stern are... not have anything good for us this week? That this was the Adam Stern. Tweet. Oh, this was the Adam Stern. <laughs> I hate myself, girl. <laughs> and I did some additional research, and I found that Motorsport.com article that was saying some of that. Yeah, really interesting. And and in the article also, it said if we don't join for 2026, we probably have to wait another 10 years for the next round. The next two engine, yeah. Wow. But yeah, that's that's the only tea I got this week, Zach. Really? Yeah. Well, FS1 got 944,000 viewers. Wow. For the Dover <laughs> race. But that tea's a little cold, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> that is the coldest tea. Oh my god, y'all, the tea is so dry. What the heck? Yeah, I couldn't find anything else. Oh my god. However, we have our other segment. We do have our Slay other segment. And flop of the week. Are you ready to talk about that, Alex? I'm ready. All right, y'all. So, so I'll, well, I'll hold start up. us off. Bestie, oh. no, they got to hear from our sponsors. Oh, that's right. They got to hear from our sponsors. All right. Okay, Alex. <laughs> you try <laughs> See Zoom just kicked us off. You trying to get make us broke. <laughs> All right, we'll see y'all. We'll see you guys in a little bit. All right, so welcome back to the Gay Racing Podcast. It's time for, um, what are we doing? Oh, so I was like, not the T. Slay and flop our hit new segment on the Gay Racing Podcast. Um, we're doing it a little bit different this week. We were just kind of like, you know, um, picking, like I pick one and then Alex picks one for a slay and a flop. But to this week, honestly, there's too many flops in the world to only pick two. So we're going really to put all of them. We're going to put all of the flops <laughs> that we see 
Um, we have a few sleighs. Um, so Alex, Alex, you go first. What's the, what's the first sleigh of the week? The first sleigh of the week is Will Power. Will Power. Will Power started Slay. He started (laughs) 19th at Barber and managed to finish fourth. Wow, that is a slay. And by the way, he's finished top four in every single race. Oh, yeah, he's winning the Indy 500. I'm sorry for talking trash. He's going to win the Indy 500 (laughs) at this rate. Like, that's crazy. And he's still, what, fourth in points? Wow. Yeah. Fourth and points, and he's finished top four every single race. That's crazy. That is crazy. And he had to come from 19th at Barber, a track that's, like, known for... Like, I think the lowest anyone started and won the race was, like, 7th or something or 8th. That's eighth. crazy. And Will managed to finish a fourth at a certain 19th. Wow. All right, Zach. Who's your Slay of the Week? My Slay of the Week is my very good friend, Alexander for picking Chase Elliott to win Dover. Thank wow. you. I'm honored. That I was slayed. crazy. That was kind of that was a slay by you. That really that that was impressive. I did not expect that. I really didn't expect yeah. that. Yeah. Um the vi- the vibes were there. Yeah. I thought it was due time for Chase to win. It's been a hot minute. Yeah. And Do- he's really good at Dover. Yeah. He apparently I, I wouldn't know, but <laughs> I think Dover statistically is one of his best tracks. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, Wait, thank you. I'm honored, Zach. Is that all of our sleighs? I mean, Larry Mack yep. kind of slayed in the booth. Do we give him a sleigh? Larry Mack can get a sleigh. Larry Mack can get a sleigh. Larry Mack did slay. He always slays. He never I does not Larry, slay. I think Larry has the most sleighs of anyone since we started this segment. He doesn't miss. He never missed. Ever. He don't. I love him so much. Oh, my okay. God. Me too. Well, there you go, Larry. That's your Slay of the Week. Um, now it's time for Flops of the Week. Who... We have several. Let's talk about... I gotta go on this one, because this affected me a lot. So, why are we starting a NASCAR race at 3 p.m. at a track with no lights? Not the... No, not the... Oh, Zach, NASCAR races can't have time limits, bestie. You mean not not them having a four hour time limit by starting the race at three p.m. Right. Y'all are so funny. Y'all are the funniest people I've ever met. Like, and then nah, but then they have the race on Monday. So they have so they have races at three p.m. so that more people can watch it. Do I under I yep. understand that I get it because y'all too. on the West Coast don't want to get up early. I get that too. I actually do. I get can that. understand that. But still bestie how y'all not have lights like nascar is so affected by weather and y'all don't have lights i i don't get it um and then for the monday they put the race at 12 p.m when everyone's at work so, so no yes oh work. yes this will definitely help the viewership yes like like i feel like you you can't have it both ways you can't have I, it like if if late starts are your thing late starts are your thing like yeah. then, like okay, then have and they've done that before. They've had plenty of Monday races start at like five and four, so I don't mm-hmm. understand why this had to be different. Right. I don't know if weather was a so, concern for Monday though. Just whatever. to be clear, your your flop of the week is NASCAR. Yes, because I did not get to watch their race this weekend. Yeah, like, you were busy. You're working. Like, dude, I'm sorry. I have a life. Like. It's just annoying that they, you know, I mean, granted, I was going to watch IndyCar anyways, but I could have caught the last half of the race if that race started at one, you know, so. Right. It's just, I well, don't know. There's no, there's no solution. IndyCar did finish right as NASCAR started, but as you said, if it started earlier, it probably yeah. would have <sighs> on NASCAR right when IndyCar finished, like, stage three. And it's like, then we would be complaining that, like, oh, NASCAR and IndyCar need to work together to not schedule TV stuff. Like, what? Uh, whatever. It, it, yeah. And they don't really control TV times anyways. So this And like, isn't it fun that next week, uh, or this week, uh, NASCAR and F1 are on at the same time? Are you serious? Oh, we I did talk serious. about that. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, it'd be fun. Really F1 fun. at a U.S. track and NASCAR. Why couldn't that, Dover and Darlington swap? And that leads me to the another flop of the week: the fake water at Miami, the Miami Grand Prix. Y'all kill me! I, 
GTA is, 4. It is so funny. They are, there have been segments already where people that work in F1 media, they're like making fun of it. Like, oh yeah, here's all the water. Oh yeah, it's not real. I'm going to jump in it. <laughs> it. I don't know. I Dude, what, what, Alex. What are they doing? They're playing Animal Crossing. <laughs> they're playing Animal Crossing. No, Alex, I just <laughs> thought of that. That's so funny. That's so <laughs> that water in Animal Crossing be like <laughs> pools in Animal Crossing oh. be like <laughs> no that's well, the funniest thing to me so they have yachts all over this fake water I, I hate rich people I they, hate rich people they, they, they made a fake they made a fake marina like For what boats. are we doing why could what is what are we doing I don't know I think it's gonna look silly I can't wait I mean, to it does see look it. Silly. No, David Croft is going to be talking about it too. He's going to be like, "Oh yeah, this is um interesting, to say the least." And then the, whoever's commentating with them is going to be like, "Yeah, I don't think they should have done that." I love how honest oh they are. They are really honest. Yeah. Do you like, have the next flap of the week, Zach? Um, I just to end off that one. I, I'm I need to watch practice this weekend. They're going to roast it so bad. Anyways, oh, they um. Will. Next flop of the week is um our local our local off road superstar Roman Grosjean, um like okay bestie we already talked about him earlier in this episode I'm just saying he about ran his teammate Colton Herta Colton Herta already has trouble enough finishing a race and Grosjean about ran him to the inside wall his teammate that was then, so crazy like. What I mean, I I lost count of everything Grosjean did at Barber. Like obviously the incident with Ray Hall, and then I believe um, Graham Ray Hall said he hit Rossi at some point. I don't know if I saw that. No, he might have actually because he that. battled him. I think. I don't know. Bestie just needs to calm down because I remember I was tweet I was texting you a lot um on Sunday that Grosjean yeah. was just doing the most. He was doing way too much. He and he flopped. He flopped. He really did. Like I, he doesn't yeah. need to be doing all that. You know, it's race number four. You're battling for like eighth. Like I'm just reading our text. Like what? Like WTF is Grosjean's problem? You know. Yeah. It. It was definitely, as we said, just kind of unwarranted. Yeah. I, very unnecessary driving for the most part. <laughs> not not me be. <laughs> You said Grosjean is scary, man. And I said, girl, maybe he don't need to be an indie. Yeah. <laughs> girl. I remember when you said that. All right, yeah. Zach. There is one more flop of the week. I strongly disagree with this. But you insisted. So the floor is yours. The floor What's is the mine? Well, I'm glad the floor is mine. Because yesterday when I was at work, the floor was all yours on Twitter yesterday. Not y'all tweeting on the Gay Racing Podcast, at Gay Racing Pod account. Be like, Chase Elliott takes the lead. Or, what did you say? I gotta look at the tweet. Not my... Kyle Larson spun, and he, like, uh, blew out a tire. He spun. So, I tweeted, is Zach's pick in trouble because you picked Kyle Now y'all talking about me, about my pick, when I'm not even watching the race. That's disrespectful. That's disrespectful. Don't I'm laugh. Just stating the, Stop I'm laughing. Just stating facts. You're Alex. You think you're funny. I was asking a question. You're supposed to say I am funny, but anyways, um, <laughs> I mean you are funny. No, you, I said you think you're funny. You were supposed to say that. Oh, never mind. <laughs> See, you're I a flop. You are a flop. You flopped. Get out. So just to make this clear, I am your flop of the week. And I'm also your sleigh of the week. For the same so reason, the too. What's the truth? So what's the truth? Yeah. What's I don't know. You tell me, Alex. Because I just think it's funny. <laughs> the truth is no, that no, I'm you the know what else? The you know what you're else flopped because you couldn't I'm going to fight you. You know what else win. flopped? is not you saying that Toad's color and Mario Kart is wrong. Not Toad Yeah, I'm going to bring that up. I'm going to bring that up on the podcast. I am going to bring that up. No. You think you're so funny. <laughs> Context, and we're gonna move on. No, Toad <laughs> has a cart that is blue. Oh my god! He has a red and I'm white fight hat. You. 
Tell me why the hell his car is blue. Bestie, what color? I rest my case. So Kyle Larson's car in NASCAR is blue, and his fire suit is, oh yeah, blue. Yes. Co- Toad's vest is blue. Stop talking. That's his it. His main color is red. Shut up. <laughs> Since uh, 1992, oh, his car has been blue. On... Y'all see what I have to do. Alex makes me, I love Alex so much. He slays so much, but then he'll flop like this. Isn't so em- it's an embarrassed. <laughs> oh my god. I love fighting with Hack. <laughs> I know, love you too. Yeah, if, if you want to see me fight with more gay people on this podcast, tune in in two weeks when we have Jackson Todd after Kansas. Oh yeah, that that'll be a that'll be a brawl. We were talking about that last night. I'm ready to brawl with him about something stupid. God. Alright, are are we ready to talk about NASCAR? I don't know, are you? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Um, well, actually, I'm not, because, I, again, I did not watch this race. <laughs> so, it's Alex, let's, I'll listen to you talk about NASCAR. Let, okay. So what, what's the tea? Let the sleigh of the week talk. Thank you. Uh-huh. So, right. Chase Elliott won, who, by the way, was my pick, if you didn't catch that. Clap if you um, care. I'm clapping. Okay. Everyone at home's clapping, too. <laughs> Everyone, Everyone just got clapping. up out of their seats and started clapping. Anyways. Yeah, exactly. Chase Elliott won the race. Uh, Ricky Stenhouse got a solid second place finish. I was very impressed How? with that. And so this race was really a big tire management race. There were a lot of comers and goers. Um, at, there were points in this race where different drivers were leading. You thought they were going to win. Like Kyle Busch was leading for a while. Ross Chastain was leading for a while. There was like, is Chastain going to get win number three? Yet Alex Bowman leading for a brief moment. Justin Haley led for a moment. Like, it was pretty crazy. Yeah. And the tires, I think, were the bigger factor than the Gen 7. I think the Gen 7 probably helped Dover a bit. I think this is one of the better Dover races in quite a while. It's so interesting. But... I feel like NASCAR, they the tire, they either wear, they wear really good or they don't wear at all. Yeah. Like, We'll have races at Martinsville where there's, like, no tire wear, and then it's, like, we go to Dover and Richmond, and, like, it's a strategy race and tire conservation, and, oh, it is refreshing. So, it sounds like, and I had a feeling Dover was going to be a good race, so it sounds like it it Mm -hmm. was, so that's awesome to hear. Um, Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's cool. Um, I, there was a point in the race, I had a class in the middle of the race, so I don't know if this, anything happened to it, but Larry was saying that NASCAR should give the teams an extra set of tires because of how fast they were going through them. I don't know if that happened. I had to go to class. I didn't hear anything about it when I came back. Yeah. Um, I'd have, I'd have to look that up or see what happened. Yeah, that's but, interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Um, at the end of the race, Truex was very unhappy with Ross Chastain. Did you see this? I didn't see this. What happened? So... I guess those two were battling most of the race, and final lap, Chastain and Truex, they kind of got into each other. I forget who was behind who, and Truex ended up spinning final lap of the race and lost a ton of position, and Chastain went on to finish in third, I believe. Oh. Truex and Chastain were racing for third, and uh, lots of unhappy words were said on the radio by Truex. I understandably, because, I mean, that is a big... I mean, he's, you know, Truex yeah. isn't having the... He's not setting the world on fire. I think points are kind of very mm. appreciated for him, you know? Right. It's kind of... Yeah, and then they talked after the race. Um, like, there was no fight or anything, but Truex just, like, showed his displeasure. He walked up to him and just had a little conversation. Wow. Chastain, when asked about what they talked about, Chastain said they were talking about their fishing plans. Apparently, they're going to go fishing. I'm sure that's true. That's cute. <laughs> um, Wait, who said that? Yeah. Ross? Yeah, Chastain said Ross that. Ross is funny. I like him. <laughs> yeah, I'm um, looking through the highlights right now, and, like, Denny Hamlin's wheel fell off and stuff. And Yeah, let's talk about that. So, AJ Allmendinger and Denny Hamlin, they had another incident with the tires, or the wheels. They just fell off. And once it, this is another reoccurring problem. Not good. And yeah, for this new kinda... car, this is not good at all. It have it's a weekly yeah. thing. It feels like. And at first, I thought this was just like the teams trying to save as much time as possible. But I feel like this is a this is a car problem now. 
Yeah, and what do you even do about it? You know, like what? How do you? Because again, it's like we talked about this after Martinsville. It's like, okay, sure, coming up with a design and a change is one thing, and then actually, you know, with a supply shortage, how do you even implement it? It's impossible. Right. You know, like I don't know. Um, but yeah, Almendinger and Hamlin lost one. It was kind of funny when Hamlin lost his because he won the race off pit road, but then his tire fell yeah. off and. They showed the, you know, the camera Fox uses at the pit exit yes. to show who won the race off pit road. They showed Denny and the tire. It was kind of funny. <laughs> the, the tire was second off pit road. Um, That's funny. I thought it was funny. And then Christopher Bell didn't lose a wheel, but he had a loose wheel. He was in the top 10 all day. That sucks. So lots of wheel problems in this race. Yeah. That's, they... And it's like, it's one lug nut, so it's like, it's gotta be a major issue. There's no way they're actually messing this up. Like, is it not tight enough? I, like, I wonder what's going on. I'm thinking on. it has to be on there, like, perfectly straight for it to actually tighten properly. You know, that I must... Would, I could see that. Like, if it's at any kind of an angle, it's not gonna... It's right. not gonna work. That's really... That's unfortunate. I mean, yeah. Yeah. It's ruining... It's also a safety issue. It is a big safety issue. We don't need wheels coming off these cars. Right. Like 2008 Coca-Cola 600, Brian Vickers wheel hopping or whoever's wheel it was hopping onto into the infield. Like that's dangerous. Yeah. You know? And now one other point about the race before we talk about Fox. Um their team Penske was basically a no-show. I think they yeah. just took the day off. I know Logano <laughs> was struck well. They they focusing on Indy. Well, Austin Centric <laughs> finished last. I forget what happened to him. I think I forget what happened. I'll tell but then you Joy Logano was a non-factor, and Blaney won stage two, finished like twenty-fifth or something. Really? That's so weird. Yeah. How do you go from stage win to twenty-fifth with like the, what? Something must because, have happened. So Blaney did stay out because a caution came out, oh. and. He and Harrison Burton, I texted you this, and I was like, oh my gosh, stop oh. the race. It was Blaney, Harrison won two, they stayed out. Harrison, you know, So it wasn't a legit stage, okay, so that was like, strat, okay. But Blaney managed to hold off, I believe it was Kyle Busch, for the stage win. But then, pit stops happened, he was never back up there again. You got a playoff point. Well, that counts i mean he's, he's pretty good in points right now um definitely lost the points lead to chase elliott yeah but, chase know. elliott already had the points lead well yeah but yeah so it, it, chase got further ahead yeah 50 point um, lead for him call him charles yeah. player um and now i want to talk about fox really quick i don't have a lot to say uh, i have larry to bring up too yeah larry mack awesome should have never left the booth Right. He's perfect up there. Right. Uh, Spill it. Boyer, for Boyer, I feel like he was okay. I don't know. You know He's what I think? He's definitely calm now. More calm, at least. You know, would you prefer a booth, a Fox booth, that's Mike Joy, a guest analyst, and then would you rather prefer Larry Mack or Clint Boyer as the second full-time person? Easy Larry. for you. I think I prefer Larry. Oh, uh, it, like I Let, love Clint Boyer, but he's—I don't know. Put Clint down at the pre-race show. The track Boyer could be a lot of fun for like hyping the fans up. But like, then Kenny it's like, Wallace do that for race day. But then he has races at like Bristol Dirt where he's so knowledgeable and he's very good in the booth. Yeah, know? but that's like one out of however many. Well, races but there's still other races like the short. Like he was good at Martinsville with Chad. He was. He was better at Martinsville. Okay, fair enough. I think they told him to calm down. They probably yelled at him after Richmond. They probably have to yell him after. They probably have to yell at him every other week. It's like, yeah, it's like Clint I calmed down, Rich, and then he calms down. Richmond was a disaster. That was just unacceptable television. They probably were like, okay, you got to tone it down. So Martinsville, sure, he was a lot better. But wow, I would rather have Larry all yeah. the time. I mean, and also it makes sense if you're gonna have guest drivers, have a crew chief in there, you know. Right. But we'll we'll follow the story as it develops. <laughs> <laughs> um. Besides that, um. Oh yeah, speaking of Fox, Darlington mm -hmm. this weekend. Um, we were wondering what they were gonna do. Um, we thought DW would be 
Um, well, we didn't think it would happen. We just wanted it to happen. Um, and it makes sense. Why like, he just did Bristol. I don't think he wants to come back out for Darlington. But this is kind of cool. Um, we'll have three guest analysts, all Hall of Famers, all, you know, past NASCAR drivers, legends, right? Yep. Champions. Richard Petty in the booth for Stage 1. Bobby Labonte in Stage 2, which I'm really excited about because Bobby Labonte actually does TV still with Fox. And he's a very good analyst. I'm excited for him. In fact, like, if he was in here the whole race, I think that would have been really cool. Um, yeah. Ricky Craven. Why? Where? Sorry. But st- stage three is Bill Elliott. But where's Ricky Craven? I just remembered. Yeah, th- Ricky Craven was always really good at ESPN. Where's I Ricky liked Craven? Him. He should be in the. I, I don't think he works for Fox anymore. I don't think he works for anyone. Okay, but still, come on. So I'm mad. I do want to say this is really cool. I like yeah. this idea. I wish Bobby Labonte would have done stage three instead because I think. He- Bobby Labonte is probably going to be the best analyst. Yeah, he should of... be doing stage three. And, you know, when we, we did our predictions for this, we were like, Jamie McMurray, Larry Mack. I totally forgot Fox Sports has Bobby Labonte on their payroll. That makes so much sense for this. Yeah. And I feel like the thing about Richard and Bill, like, they're cool and all, but, like, they're old. Richard Petty's going to be funny. I think Richard I Petty's going to be kind of is funny in there. think so? Okay. I think so. I'm, Bill I'm... Elliott, I think, is going to be really boring. And be like, oh, look at Chase. Look at he's gonna be yeah. Jeff Gordon, but old. Look at Chase. Look at Chase Elliott. Uh, maybe yeah, not. I, I don't know. maybe not. I just feel like that's kind of. I just get. I would have an... put. I would have put him in stage two. I just get annoyed at old people voices on TV. Yeah, they're yeah. like scratchy and. I just. I'm. So, I'm so like. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I think stop. this is a cool idea. I'm excited for this actually. Yeah. Um, I think Bobby Labonte is going to be the star of the show, though, for sure. Probably. We'll see how it goes. Um, yeah. I'm not sure who else they could have gotten. Yeah, Ricky Craven. Um, but <laughs> yeah. That would be cool, right? Yeah. You see why I got excited for it? Anyways. Yeah, Ricky it. Craven would be cool. But they they probably wouldn't Hall of Famers. I don't think Craven, again, would have done it anyway. Yeah. But... It's fine. And, you know, actually, Ricky Craven would have been really cool because it's Darlington. That's what I was saying. Yeah, yeah. Because he won at Darlington before, and they love bringing that up. Kurt Busch this weekend going to be asked again. So 2003 <laughs> at Darlington. I bet he's tired of talking about that race. I know he's tired. You of know, be about fun. What? Kurt Busch does the truck broadcast for Fox. It'd be yeah. kind of fun if they had Craven up there for that. That'd be cute. That'd be cute. Oh my god, that would be cool. Yeah. Wow. Anything else on any race, Zach? I don't think so um i think i'm ready to get into fantasy all right all right so yeah last week um dover was pretty close um because kyle larson still wrapped up with a sixth place finish um i have no idea how he got there but you know thanks kyle Mm -hmm. um so chase got the win which got brought you back to the points lead um so we each now have two wins on the season so that's awesome um I think I have my pick for Darlington lined up. I'm a little iffy about it, but I think, yeah, you know. All right. So are you ready, Alex? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. Three, two, one. Kyle Larson. Kyle Larson. Damn it. I knew knew you were going to do that. I hate you. (laughs) I hate you so much. Why? (sighs) You're so annoying. Why? Why are you going to take my Stop taking my pick. You, you you first. That was my pick. Girl. I guess so. <sighs> Gosh. I have a I have a second pick. I have like two people I'm trying to choose from right now. And Okay. I think I think I got it. Alright. 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 Ready? Mmm. Eeny meeny miny mo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm indecisive. Okay, okay. I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go out. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I got it. All right, you ready? I'm ready. Three, two, one. Ross Chastain. Bush. Okay. Ooh, I'm going back. I'm sticking back to my guns. Ross. You know, Chastain Ross Chastain has been a threat every single week. He will at least get me a top five. Me. He'll get me. Kyle Bush is a good pick too, but he's, he's yeah. been having a good month. Um, but I. 
And, you know, it seems like it's time for a GGR win, but I'm going to stick to my guns. I think Ross is going to get a win. I like him. So, this will be interesting. I feel like Kyle Kyle Busch has been pretty good the past couple weeks. I could really see... He he was in contention to win Dover. And I think Toyota's going to be pretty good at Darlington. Right. So Yeah, so my other guy that I was trying to pick from was um Tyler Reddick but mm. he I feel like he's just not delivering lately um he's inconsistent he's inconsistent and I I want some consistency right now so um I think he'll you win know, soon if, if he doesn't win before the playoffs because he's not in the top 16 right now I don't yeah. think that's gonna sting Bristol dirt Oof. yeah and I'm I think he'll win soon I have a race in mind I don't want to say it um yeah i'll write that down if you do right so <laughs> i have a win in mind so um it's coming soon but not not this week unfortunately right so yeah all right um yeah that's it um f1 formula one's at miami this weekend as we mentioned i'm yeah. kind of excited apparently there might there might be rain i heard oh really yeah That'd be i mean it is florida so <laughs> yeah you know like oh rain in florida that would be cool that's the smartest idea ever having a f1 race in florida that's the smartest thing they've ever done um you know so we'll see how that goes um i'm excited for it we'll see how the championship battle evolves you know is it going to be a red bull weekend is it a ferrari weekend um they'd be kind of trading back and forth so it should be a ferrari weekend but um be interesting for sure will be interesting and then i believe the race after that's monaco so um it's a good interesting point in the f1 season um so yeah it is is the month of may we're counting down to indianapolis it's coming up so yeah best month of the year for a race fan honestly honestly um so i hope everyone enjoyed this episode of the gay racing podcast everyone i hope you're taking care of yourself um treat yourself nicely watch watch heartstopper on netflix yes highly recommend it. oh my god it's so cute i'm like i have two episodes left i'm gonna finish them tonight oh my god it's so cute i'm probably gonna cry Ooh, i can't wait to talk about it with you oh my gosh i had to call alex last night because i was so there's so many emotions in my heart <laughs> gosh love good queer representation um yes yeah. um that's it from us um you guys stay safe as always take care and we'll see you guys next week to talk about miami and darlington bye guys bye Oh, 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 oh,